The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation. Football talk for fans by fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host for today's episode. I am out in Indianapolis. I am recording out of my car. The hijinks have already started. It is uh, 7.40 in the morning and I am exhausted. I am hungover as fuck. Let's get you some fantasy stuff Uh yeah, I'm. it's been a wild trip already, to say the least. But I am excited tonight. I'm getting ready to go see the Colts and Patriots in Lucas Oil Stadium. And, uh, oh, God. Yeah. It's been wild. Been, uh, been been pretty wild, I must say. Uh, so, obviously, there's, well, if you, unless you've been living on a rock, you've seen all the COVID stuff. Tons and tons of COVID cases across the National Football League. I believe over 100 uh, over the last four days or so so um so yeah so this is going to be tricky of course I'm in postseason mode right now for for fantasy football playoffs and I'm sure a lot uh many of you are as well so we're going to try and navigate this as best as we can some of our options may be a little limited uh but let's start off with that Patriots and Indianapolis Colts game they are playing 8 20 p.m tonight and uh yeah some exciting stuff we got going on here. I'm not overly fond of a lot of the offensive pieces for the uh, for, for this game. I, I going not going to lie. I'm probably more keen on starting both defenses. I truly am. Let's take a look at what New England has to offer. Um, yeah, I probably your both defenses and both running backs is is where I am at uh, emotionally for for this game. Uh, Mac Jones, of course, uh, no. I mean, Indy is 24th against quarterbacks, but uh, but I, I I don't know if I trust, especially against these wide receivers, I don't know if I necessarily trust uh, Mac against them to have to torch their defense, so to speak. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is, is probably where it's at right now for New England, of course. Uh, Damian Harris is out COVID-related. So, um, so yeah, I, I, it's pretty, for me, it's Ramondre Stevenson and the Patriots defense. That's, that's where I'm at. And on the flip side, it's, it's not much different for Indianapolis. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor has a huge, you know, this is going to be a big day for him. Uh, you know, Patriots will game plan to stop the run, but it's, it's Jonathan Taylor. You can't, you can't really stop it unless you go away from it. And I think game scripting is going to call for a lot of Jonathan Taylor runs. Um, Carson, see, yeah, I'm a little nervous about a lot of these pieces. Um, Carson is is interesting, but but again, I think this game planning is going to call for it. Um, he's got to throw to somebody, but uh, but yeah, safe, safely, comfortably. But but again, this is the, the the way that this week is shaping up with all the COVID cases. 
um, you might be forced to start a Carson Wentz or a Michael, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. It's not necessarily a terrible thing, but uh, but I would start the defense. Also, little sleeper, uh, I'm intrigued by Naheem Hines this week. I am intrigued by Naheem Hines this week. That is pretty much, I, I just, again, game scripting, running the damn ball, that's where I feel that Indy is going to be successful in moving the ball. And Naheem Hines is not too shabby. All right, he's he's, he's not too bad. Um, you know, a uh, definitely a sleeper pick in my opinion. And t- you know what? Even T.Y. Hilton too, because Pittman Jr. is going to be pretty much double covered. I know they're only projected, you know, six point six points each, respect respectively. But um, Hines and Hilton deep sleepers. Taylor, yes. Defense, yes. And that is that. That is that game. Let's move on to uh, the Sunday games. We got Cowboys and Giants. Dallas on the road. Dallas on the road. The usual suspects, uh, you know, for uh, for Dallas. Dak Prescott has been, uh, uh, <laughs> he's been kind of eh over the last couple weeks. But kind of, well, let me double check to confirm it. I think. Yeah, he's been kind of bad the last couple weeks, but the Giants matchup gives him a uh, hopefully a big rebound for him. But you know, you're not going to sit Dak in a week like this. Dak, CD, uh, Zeke, Zeke has got a pretty favorable matchup. Giants are 25th against running backs. Uh, wide receivers, Giants are 26th against wide receivers, so that's why Lamb and Cooper should have uh, should be intriguing. Gallup looks like Tony Pollard's back in the fold too. So. I don't think you can really go wrong with uh, with any of your options here for the Cowboys. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, not... Uh, did they play the Giants yet? I think they did. They spanked them. But again, you know, it's not one of those things where, uh, you know, you can kind of just go based on last last games and last, their last meeting. So that is for the that is for the Cowboy defensively. I'm intrigued. I, I would probably start the Dallas defense. I would definitely start Dallas defense for the Giants. Saquon is the number one projected, and uh, the last couple of weeks have proved that he is getting back to where he needs to be as far as fantasy points. You know, getting that ADP average draft position, like really honoring his average draft position. Uh, it's been a, it's about time. Saquon is about the only thing I would start this week for the Giants. I, other than that, I, I don't like some of these other matchups here. Uh, the Giants have largely been disappointing, you know, over the course of this year from fantasy, you know, fantasy perspective. I know Glennon had a good game against the Chargers. I just, yeah, I, they just they're just not doing it for me. So Barkley for the Giants, and that's pretty much all I have for you. Next up, let's go to Tennessee and Pittsburgh. They are playing in Pittsburgh. And uh, I think this would be one of the better games for uh, for the Titans and for Steelers offensive pieces. All right, Tannehill. I'm sort of intrigued by getting him started. I am. He's been very disappointing this year. But uh, I think he, he will be worthy of a start this week. Um, Julio Jones, I'm still not, I still don't trust Julio, even without, with no wide receivers, this dude has not been productive, 
Like AJ Brown, like he's number one. He's wide receiver one, and he's still not producing. So I do not like Julio. Uh, I guess ever. I guess ever. Deontay Foreman is a yes if you get if you can find him. All right, he's uh he's been a pretty so- decent substitution for a Derrick Henry. And of course, I'm sure there's several running backs out this week where you need to get a running back. Deontay Foreman, uh, the former Houston Texan, I think is uh, definitely definitely worthwhile. But that's about all I got for uh, for must starts for Tennessee. Those are definitely um, all I have. I think even in desperation, I would stay away from Julio, if that makes sense. All right, for Pittsburgh though, Mm-mm-mm. yes, I am starting Big Ben Roethlisberger in one of my leagues. Why? Dude's putting up some numbers. He's been putting up some points um, over the last several weeks. 20, 23 against Baltimore in one of my leagues. 30 against Minnesota. 28 against the Chargers. He had a doozy against Cincinnati. But um, but I'm starting Big Ben. Tennessee is 25th against quarterbacks. And I like, uh, I like Big Ben's odds for that. Najee Harris is next up. And Tennessee has a decent front seven they have a pretty decent front seven I still like my eyes with Najee he has been uh, probably the most productive player on the Pittsburgh Steelers only two bad games one against Cincinnati and one in week one against Buffalo but he has been largely largely productive um, in that matter Deontay Johnson is a guy who I think you gotta gotta start this week you probably are probably have every intention of doing so and uh, uh Chase Claypool has been bad, hasn't been bad, but he's curious. Last couple of weeks have been all right for him. I'm iffy, but again, situations may call for may call for a start. I'm not entirely sold on that start this week. Uh, and Pat Fryermuth, who's going to be a uh, who's going to be a star, absolute star. Uh, Tennessee is fifth, however, against tight ends, but uh, Fryermuth is a damn damn good tight end. Damn good tight end. I would, uh, and then Pittsburgh's defense. Pittsburgh's defense. I uh, I like that that start completely. So um, that is uh, that is that. Let's go on to Texans and Jaguars. Ooh, how exciting! Ooh. I think based on the situation of these two teams playing, these two teams playing against each other. Excuse me. Uh, may bold for some good fantasy numbers. If they were playing, you know, good teams, then maybe not. Davis Mills, I think, a, a fine streaming option this week. Brandon Cooks is a star, is a definitely a starter. Uh, David Johnson, mm, maybe. That's that's kind of about it where I'm at right now for Houston. They some of their just some of their offensive starters are are, are potentially you know. Worth it considering the level of competition. Jacksonville, there's a lot of decent starts here. I think James Robinson, without with Urban Meyer out of the way, um, should have a solid day. Houston is not good against the run. We've seen them get carved up. I know it's been very hard to trust. It's been very very hard to trust James Robinson because of usage. That's that's the uh, that's the that's the that's his season. That's been his season. So. Uh, but Urban Meyer is out of the way. I expect them to use him a ton. Houston's not good against the run. I, I hoping for James Robinson owners uh, that he finally gets, you know, finally gets some love. 
Uh, Trevor Lawrence. QB2 or a stream option this week against Houston. This should be a nice rebound game for him. He's been terrible, terrible, terrible this year. Uh, Jacksonville's defense, if I had to pick one of the two defenses, I'm probably more keen on going to Jacksonville. So, all right, next up, Jets and Dolphins. Next up, Jets and Dolphins. Uh, Michael Carter, and that's it. He's expected to come off of IR this week and, uh, and, and be active. Michael Carter's probably the only one I, I, I really like. Miami's defense is – they're tough, man. They are they're, – they're not too shabby. But uh, offensively, I just – the Jets just can't seem to figure it out. Can't seem to figure it out. Yeah, Zach Wilson I think is a bust. I do. He's got to cut and rebound like really, really, really strong uh, next season. And, or if to, to really sway my opinion, I, I think he's he was overdrafted like – just terrible, just terrible, 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 um, terribly overdrafted. That's really all I got for the Jets. Michael Carter, if he is officially back, so keep an eye on that. For Miami, uh, they got some great breaks this week. Some bad ones, too, but some great ones. Uh, Jalen Waddell is out, all right, due to COVID protocol, but they got their running backs back. Miles Gaskin is a must-start this week. And, of course, you know, two, of course, and I think with all this going on, Devontae Parker has resurfaced as a starter. All right. I know the chemistry is really between Tua and Jalen Waddle. But uh but yeah, it's it's Devontae Parker season there for Miami. I think he's worthy of a start here. Mike Kosicki, you know, his value goes up, of course, too. We all know that Jalen Waddle has been the X, right? The the X factor, the X receiver, um, the main guy, wide receiver one. But uh, with his with his absence, Gasicki and Parker should see nice increased numbers um, from there. So, and defensively, yes, I'm probably starting the Dolphins. I'm probably going to start. The, I would start the Dolphins uh, in this game. Let's move on to our next team: the Cardinals and the Lions. You could just fire up everybody for Arizona. They did just lose DeAndre Hopkins for the season, uh, which is you know a tough break for a lot of fantasy owners. The dude is good. He's really good in his absence. You know, Christian Kirk or AJ Green are not bad, are not terrible options. Uh, Kyler Murray can spread the ball around pretty well, and he has without you know without DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup before. And uh, I, I really, yeah, a Kirk or AJ Green start in the in Hopkins' absence is is perfectly fine. Chase Edmonds is back off of IR. All right, you can give him a start or James Conner. Uh, they have a very favorable matchup. Detroit is 29th against uh, against running backs, uh, so that's pretty sweet. And you know, Zach Ertz might be a little bit of an underrated start this week too, with the absence of uh, with the absence of D Hop. Maybe, possibly. Uh, and defense, yes, start the uh, start the Arizona Cardinals defense for Detroit. We know they've been spunky all year. All right, from a fantasy perspective. Uh, they're still getting points in garbage time, you know, in game point, you know, for, for real life game stuff, you know, they're fighting all the way to the end. Uh, I don't like anybody <laughs> against this game, against this team. I, I, I truly don't. I truly don't. Detroit's been a hard one for me to, to really say, yeah, go and start that person. All right. I'm on Ross St. Brown would be the only one. 
It might be the only one I su- I would suggest. That's kind of where I'm at with, with Detroit. So, uh, and hell no to their defense. Let's move on to our next game. we got the Panthers and the Buffalo Bills. Carolina and Buffalo going head-to-head. Uh, Cam Newton is expected to start. And oh, actually, they might try and get Sam Darnold back this week. Um, DJ Moore is talented as heck. He's a he's a starter. Uh, Chuba Hubbard has been, I think, largely disappointed. Yeah, he's been disappointing, even with Christian McCaffrey out. This whole Panthers offense is one hot pile of shit mess, and I, not a fan, not a fan of what they got going on here. Uh, so yeah, DJ Moore is what I have uh, for Carolina. And then for Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen is expected to play. He was seen in a walking boot at the end of last week's game, uh, but he is expected to play. So uh, Josh Allen, have a have a day. Have a day. Diggs, Singletary, which is weird to really say, but um, he had a good game against Tampa Bay, so I'd expect a little bit more usage out of him. Beasley and... Dawson Knox, of course. Emmanuel Sanders is doubtful. He hasn't been really productive over the last month, regardless. So I'm not sure why you'd want to uh, why you'd want to give him a shot. And you know what, Gabe Davis has actually been having some pretty good numbers. Now we have to keep in mind too, Carolina's a really good defense, and um, you know, uh, a good defensive game planning here could put some limitations on on the Bills. Carolina's defense is a streaming option this week, I would dare so say. They're like the number one or two defense, I think, in the National Football League. So that's something to keep in mind uh, in mind when you are looking for uh, for a defense to put in this week. But, yeah, jo- the, the Bills, they have a pretty good, pretty good, uh, excuse me, pr- pretty good options there uh, to, to get your game going. Uh, Bengals and Broncos are up next, and this one should be a lot of fun. Cincinnati on the road. Denver's defense is pretty solid, so it's going to put some limitate. You know, it, not a whole lot of favorable matchups for the Bengals, but they're all guys you have to start week in, week out. All right, Joe Burrow, Joey Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, all starters this week for your uh, all definite starters this week for your. Uh, for your fantasy lineups, if you have ownership of them. Outside of that, not looking a whole lot of good. Maybe Tyler Boyd on the outside. All right, outside looking in, possibly. Their defense is intriguing because Denver doesn't have a prolific offense at all. So I would uh, consider starting Cincinnati's defense if need be. Uh, on the Denver side of things, Teddy Bridgewater has been uh, he's been a, he's been a solid option at quarterback this year this entire single season he has been uh really really good at what he does um only a handful of bad games like truly bad games i should that's that's being no way less than a handful i think he's had three like awful games out of a out of 13 that's not a bad track record if you need a quarterback this week you know i know there's a whole situation going on cleveland pick up teddy b put him out there all right Put him out there. Javante Williams is an absolute stud. Make sure you put him in play. Uh, of course, the better he gets, the less usage for Melvin Gordon, I would seem to think. But he's actually getting decent numbers for RB2 right now. And, uh, you know, I know that Teddy B's got to throw to somebody, right? 
but I'm not sold on some of these wide receivers as far as consistency goes. Teddy B gets the ball around. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he can get the ball around pretty well, but these wide receivers don't put up consistent numbers. It's like the it's like the flip side. It's like the flip side of, you know, when you have a solid, um, when you have bad quarterback play but good wide receiver. You know what I mean? Where oh, your quarterback might be bad, but your wide receiver gets a lot of targets, volume stuff. It's it's kind of the flip side of that. So um, yeah, and then Denver's defense. I'm 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 starting. I'm gonna put them in action. All right, next up we have the uh, Atlanta Falcons and San Francisco 49ers. This one should be a interesting one. Take a look at what Atlanta has. Matty Ice, is, I'm not starting Matty Ice. I'm still on that train where I do not want to start him. I've dropped him in several leagues. All right, his last good performance was week nine against New Orleans. So uh, other than that, he's been under 14 points since. Has not been a, the year has not been kind to uh, Matty Ice. Cordero Patterson is still start starter worthy, and uh, and Russell Gage isn't bad either. Russell Gage isn't bad either. I'm actually starting Mike Davis. I'm a little desperate, so uh, I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Probably not good, but he's been a decent start the last couple weeks as well. Tampa Bay and Carolina had 16 and 13 points respectively. So Mike Davis, a possible streaming option with all the COVID issues going out, whether it's a flex, whether it's an RB1, two, whatever you got to do to get, make it work. But Atlanta's offense, aside from Matt Ryan, largely is uh, is is definitely uh, definitely has some potential. And hey, let's take a look at San Fran. They've been on fire these last couple weeks. Debo Samuel, always a start. Jimmy Garoppolo, who is uh, only 18.7% rostered in fantasy leagues and ESPN is starter worthy. He's getting hot at the right time. So a nice waiver wire pickup as you know, you get into the, you get into the postseason could take you all the way. He really, truly could. He has put up significant numbers against good, good defenses over the last, well, since week eight, he's actually been really good. His worst game came against Minnesota in week 12. And that was a 13, 13 pointer. Um, again, depending on your scoring, but it, you know, other than that, he's been largely good. Nothing, nothing really less than 19. Aside from that one week, 19 points. So I, I will take that all day, any day. Jimmy G, start him up. George Kittle, duh. Uh, and Brandon Ayuk is a, uh, you know, he's only had a, a few bad games. He's been really, he's been doing well. He's had two bad games since week eight. But uh, yeah, if you need if you need an option this week with with all that going on, I would definitely. Definitely consider putting them on. Uh, and I would start San Fran's defense. I would start San Fran's defense there as well. Let's take a look at our next game. We got the uh, Packers and Ravens. All right. I don't know if we know the status of Lamar Jackson yet. He could be out. But um, for the visiting Green Bay Packers, you know what to do. Rodgers, Adams, Jones, all greats. And honestly, uh, with the uncertainty of quarterback, even if Lamar Jackson does play, I'm probably going to start Green Bay's defense this week. I most certainly would. That offense has been booty cheeks uh, the last, last like, this half of the season. It's been pretty bad. Um, it looks right now, Lamar Jackson is listed as questionable, but they have projected Tyler Huntley um, as the QB1. All right, he had a an okay showing against Cleveland last week. Uh, to kind of be put out there in the middle of it all, and not really, you know, know the, um, 
you know, not really grasp the whole offense. It's a it's a tough thing to do. Not having quarter, you know, QB one rep, starter reps, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I I don't know about Huntley. Uh, this does put some limitations on the offensive players, though. But of course, you got to start a Mar- uh, Mark Andrews. I am a little concerned about a uh, Marquise Brown start. He might be forced to, but uh, I am a little concerned about that. Uh, and Devontae Freeman is a must-start week in, week out here for them. Defensively, not touching Baltimore at all. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. This is one of the worst defenses. And I, I, it's not their fault, you know. Injuries, stuff like that, have accumulated for the Ravens. But this is one of the worst uh, defenses I think I've seen Baltimore have in, in in quite some time. Next up, Saints and Buccaneers. New Orleans. Taysom Hill was a pretty favorable matchup against Tampa Bay this week. All right. And he's put up good numbers the last two weeks. Dallas, 24 points. The Jets, 26. You know, quality defense is definitely uh, much different than Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay is 28th against quarterbacks. I'm a little intrigued by this one um, for Taysom Hill. Just a little intrigued. So uh, not somebody I'm going to just drop everything, you know, cut players to, to go and grab. But, hey, if I need an option this week, yeah, Taysom Hill's not too not too shabby. Alvin Kamara is a no-brainer, and after that, the drop-off is tremendous. And I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not touching that. Uh, and no to the defense. No to the defense for New Orleans. No doubt about it. Uh, Buccaneers, the usual suspects. Tampa, Tom, Godwin, Fournette, Gronk, Evans, and the Bucks defense, putting them all on, putting them all up. Uh, this. Yeah, New Orleans has won six. That's interesting. They've won six straight games against Tampa Bay. They did sweep them last year in the regular season, but, um, but yeah, I like the Bucks odds here. It's uh, it's pretty favorable. That's actually your Sunday night game. We have, of course, the COVID rescheduling has uh, has changed some things. We have two Monday Monday games now. We have one at five o'clock, the Raiders and the Browns. So let's take a look at uh, these very depleted rosters. Let's start with the uh, visiting Raiders. All right, with all the depletions, with all the COVID cases. All right, uh, this I would I really 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 like some of these starts for for the Raiders. Derek Carr, yes. Josh Jacobs, yes. Hunter Renfro, tremendously yes. Uh, and that's that's it for them for the Raiders. You got them, use them. Uh, for Cleveland, this is going to be a mess. All right, they're projected to start Nick Mullins at quarterback, who is a bit of a gunslinger, very risky gun gunslinger. Of course, Case Keenum and Baker out. Jarvis Landry out, Austin Hooper out. These are all COVID-related cases. Um, it's literally Nick Chubb, and that's it for me, for Cleveland. Maybe Peoples-Jones, you know, could find some chemistry with Nick Mullins under center. But uh, Nick Chubb is the only guarantee, I think, in this game. I think they're going to depend heavily on that run. Uh, Monday night, Vikings and Bears. That is the late game, originally scheduled. Minnesota is, you know, offensively their 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 starters are pretty damn solid. Kirk Cousins, Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, KG Osborne, I think are all worthy of a start. Even Conklin a little bit, um, uh, maybe not. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, and I I'd, I'd start Minnesota's defense this week. I think I would definitely start Minnesota's defense this week. Uh, Chicago looked fun last week against Green Bay. So we'll see how that pans out. But Justin Field is, a, uh, I think, a start this week. He had a pretty significant game. Uh, seemed to understand the playbook a lot better. 
And uh, he had a decent showing, 22 points against Green Bay's defense. And I, th- well, my voice just really cracked there. Uh, <laughs> defense. Uh, so I, I would look to possibly stream Justin Fields. David Montgomery is a must start as well as Darnell Mooney. And outside of that, yeah. Yeah, not a whole lot going on for Chicago. Would not start their defense either. Uh, in our final two games, we're going to Tuesday. All right, Seahawks and Rams. Rams, very, very depleted from COVID cases. This should be a good one for Seattle uh, to make some stuff happen. Russell Wilson has gotten back into those his groove. DK Metcalf is also finding a little, you know, uh, not good success. Sit DK Metcalf if you have, uh, <laughs> if you don't have a tr- well, there's no Tyler Lockett, so he kind of has to find it, right? He kind of has to find it. If Jalen, Ram- a guy like Jalen Ramsey's out against, uh, you know, against that, yeah, DK. Uh, you're not getting nobody benches DK, I guess, even though his numbers haven't really proven it. And Rashad Petty, Penny. Had a really good week last week, getting the running game kind of going. Uh, I like a Rashad Penny start this week as well. Also, I think with with Tyler Lockett out, Gerald Everett should find his uh, should find a way to kind of get back into the groove. For the Rams, yeah, they got a lot going on. Odell Beckham Jr. is expected to be back. Their offense is, is getting better with all the COVID cases. Stafford Cup Henderson is back as well. And Odell Beckham Jr. all all expected to be solid this week, so that's a good sign for the uh, for the Rams' offense. Their defense is really, like I said, their, their defense is kind of de- depleted. So I'm a little I'm a little concerned about their defense actually this week. So I would, uh, if there are other options, I would start them. I would start them. Uh, and then our final game, Washington and. The Eagles, Washington, very, very depleted. Their offensive line is horrendous. I think they're on their fifth center. Right now, their expected starting quarterback is Kyle Shermer. Yep. That's a that's a real thing. This all this hurts a guy like Terry McLaurin's value. It hurts, you know, the it hurts the wide receivers value. If I trust anybody, and this is out very, very desperate, it's Antonio Gibson or JD McKissick. Those are the only people that I trust in this game. Uh, like, that's it. It's it's crazy how bad. And, and again, I don't even know if I completely trust them because of the offensive line woes. It's crazy right now. This 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 COVID stuff is absolutely crazy. Uh, for Philadelphia, all right, Jalen Hurts, and that's it. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, and that's it. Maybe Miles Sanders. All right, they're Devontae Smith is just, just, just not getting projected the numbers that I think everybody was hoping he would be, or you know, hoping he would get. He's under ten points for projections. I don't trust that at all. Um, yeah, it's literally Jalen Hurts, Sanders, and you know, a Dallas Goddard start. We had a monster day against the Jets last week, and that's that's it. And I think Philadelphia's defense. So. That is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really greatly appreciate it. Uh, Oh, man, I'm a little hungover. But we got through it. We got through it. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I hope you all as well. You all do that as well. All right, a lot of uh, good luck in your fantasy games. 
And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Until next time, the two-point conversation is good.